Greetings, my friends. Welcome to the next episode of Hardwater Radio. This is Jason Archer. We are recording live under the umbrella of Hardwater One here in the Valley of the Sun, and I am joined today by Dr. Brianne Showman Brown, and we are going to be talking about all things deadlift, deadlift form, and faults. So, Brianne, how's it going? Doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. We're doing a lot better than last time. We're only on our third take. <laughs> Right to get the uh, to get past the technical difficulties last time we were what two hours in before we had anything recorded so we're doing a lot better this time around but be that as it may tell me a little bit about um, common deadlift faults what are you seeing um, down at CrossFit Majestic what are you seeing with your clients what are some of the the most common ailments um, that are keeping people from you know really getting a good quality deadlift done. The most common faults I see with a deadlift, and we're talking with these high rep deadlifts, the ones that we want to do under speed during a workout, is the rounding of the spine. So losing that control of our spine, letting it round as we come down, and then requiring us to round as we come, or reverse that rounding as we come up out of it. As well as the, kind of almost the reverse of that, where we have this apparent neutral spine, but then all we're doing is firing our back muscles to stand us up out of it rather than our hamstrings and glutes to get us out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you definitely see a lot of um, sort of lifting with the back to touch on your left one, your last one, your second your second <laughs> one there. Um, you know, in the CrossFit world, a lot of times you'll see athletes with huge lower back muscles. The, the, uh, the muscles that run up and down the spine are overly developed at the base, and you can tell that they've been using those muscles for lots of pulling, right? Mm-hmm. And so how do we go about identifying this, knowing we're doing it, and A, and then B, how do we go about correcting that? I'd say the easiest way to know that you're doing it is if you are an athlete that has a lot of soreness throughout your back after you do deadlifts, these deadlift workouts, you're probably pulling with your back. If you are lifting properly and just using those back muscles to stabilize your position, not necessarily lift yourself out of it, then you shouldn't really have a lot of soreness in your back after these deadlift workouts. Gotcha, gotcha. So there is some truth to the rumor or the CrossFit myth that if you're sore in the wrong place, you lifted right or wrong? (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, fantastic. So be that as it may, if we're going to ascribe some truth to that, where should we be sore after a good deadlift workout? After a good deadlift workout, the hamstrings and glutes should be the things that are firing. So if anything is getting sore after those workouts, it should be in those areas. So once we're made aware that, you know, we're either rounding uh, too much or we're lifting too much with our spine, you know, and this becomes a recurring sort of a, an activity for us in a particular wad or in a particular workout, what is on the agenda for us down the road should we not correct this? What sort of sort of injuries are you seeing out of athletes who are executing improper form and you know what are some of the you know the biggest pitfalls that people will face if they're not serious about how they lift a heavy barbell in this particular case a deadlift so the back can be a finicky thing when when we do these workouts you may feel increased soreness afterwards not think much of it just because I strained some muscles, I just need to roll it out, take a couple days off, I'll get back to it, you know, no problem. Mm -hmm. The thing that happens is most back injuries that people get is this continuous improper movement, putting pressure on our spine, causing increased strain on our spine, which over time can 
cause bulging disc problems, cause pressure on the nerves, uh, cause these pain, numbness, and tingling symptoms down the legs. So sciatica, basically. What's diagnosed as sciatica a lot. Um, but all these other problems that essentially can take you, A, out of the gym longer than these two to three days after a soreness problem from a workout, but B, it can be very limiting to your day-to-day function mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. Well, and as an individual who has had a disc issue, I can promise you it is not something that you want. It is extremely debilitating, extremely painful. There were times when I personally was not able to like stand for very long or either get out of bed without having to roll to one side and kind of roll up onto my butt and then stand up, you know? So it's definitely something you want to do everything in your power to avoid. Let's go into the flip side of the strict sort of uh, deadlift universe where everyone has this beautiful neutral spine and everyone is hinging perfectly from the hip. And let's jump into the world of Jefferson curls, right? Let's do a little compare and contrast. So someone listening to this might think or might have the opinion that you yourself would say, you know, Jefferson curls are evil and bad and nasty and you should never do them. First of all, maybe tell us what a Jefferson curl is and then your opinion on that versus the strict, more neutral spined deadlift. So with the Jefferson curl, you are rounding that back. You are, you can be under load. I shouldn't say you're always under load. You can do a Jefferson curl unweighted, just like any movement you can pretty much do unweighted, but you're essentially rounding that spine as you go down and then reverse that, reversing that curve as you come back up out of it. Now as a movement, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Underweight is not necessarily a bad thing, assuming you can control it. The biggest difference between the Jefferson Curl and these deadlifts that we're talking about in the CrossFit world comes down to speed. The Jefferson Curls need to be controlled. They need to be a slow movement. Uh, you need to, you're basically training that body to have this good control, whereas when you're just high repping these movements, I shouldn't say there's no way that you can have good control with the Jefferson Curl under speed but it's highly unlikely that you're going to have that good control. So it's coming down to a movement, a completely different movement pattern, but we're also completely different speeds with those movement patterns. So two different purposes, really. Correct. Right? Correct. One is really about you know, mobility, like spinal mobility, strength, and flexion, and the other is more about stability as you're executing from a hinged hip joint is kind of what I'm hearing. Correct. Correct. Like anything, there's a time and a place for different exercises, and uh, the Jefferson Curl and the deadlift are completely different, but there's a time and place for each of them. Right. So CrossFitters should not be high repping Jefferson Curls. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And what we're not saying, guys, is there's a hard line between what's right and what's wrong. I think what I'm hearing is that there's a purpose behind every physical movement. And as long as there's a purpose behind what you're doing and it serves you, then you should do that thing. Knowing this, how does this help us become more highly functional as we're going through these workouts in the gym? So if we're going through the workouts in the gym, keeping those shoulders back to avoid the rounded back, keeping or lifting with our glutes, essentially keeps us in the gym longer, better, stronger, faster. We aren't set out of the gym a couple days because of these back injuries and you can keep essentially continue training. There you go, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of Hardwater Radio. I want to thank Dr. Brianne Showman-Brown. Be sure and check her out at GetYourFixPT.com. Jump over to Scottsdale and check out CrossFit FSI and CrossFit North Phoenix here in the Deer Valley area. Hardwater.com online for all your apparel needs, and we'll see you in the next episode.